Hello, we're reading in the writings of Mahmoud Rabash the article, what does it mean that charity to the poor makes the holy name in a work? You can find the study materials in Svivatova and in the Arbut system. You can also send us questions live, questions live for our websites. Anyone asking a question in the study hall is asked to stand up, hold the microphone close to his mouth and speak loud and clear. The writings of Rabash, the article, what does it mean that charity to the poor makes the holy name in a work? It says, I will give you rains in their season, meaning that each one will give his strength over you. Who are they? It is that correction that you made, unifying that holy name, that unification of law and ordinance, so that they will bestow upon you. It is written, keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. Since it is written, Keep the way of the Lord. Why does it need to say to do righteousness and justice? He replies, since one who keeps the ways of Torah, it is as though he does righteousness and justice. And what are righteousness and justice? It is the Creator. Rabbi Shimon wept and said, Woe unto people who do not know and do not consider the glory of their Maker, of their Master. For who makes the Holy Name every day? It says, one who gives alms to the poor, one who makes this awakening from below, meaning that he gives alms. It is as though he made the holy name in completeness. As one does below, so it awakens above. You should understand the connection between almsgiving and the unification of righteousness and justice. Also, what is the connection between righteousness and justice and making a holy name? We should also understand what it means that a person makes the holy name. Since we understand that the Holy Name made men, and not that man makes the Holy Name. We should interpret this in the work. What does this come to teach us? It is known that the essence of our work in Torah and Mitzvot is to be able to receive the light and pleasure that he contemplated giving to the created beings. 
שאין לנו... כלומר, שיהיה לנבראים... So you are merciful. Meaning for the created beings to also have vessels of bestowal like the giver. Therefore, when a person takes upon himself the kingdom of heaven, the body asks, what will you get out of this work of accepting the kingdom of heaven? First ages said about this, one should always engage in Torah and mitzvot, even if lolishma, not for her sake, since from lolishma he comes to lishma, for her sake. This is as it is written in the Zohar, that there is a matter of fear. When he observes Torah and mitzvot, in order to be rewarded in this world and in the next world, but the fear that is important is because he is great and ruling, meaning not in order to be rewarded, but because he says that he has the privilege of serving a great king. And this is why he wants to observe the Torah and mitzvot. Although the person understands that there is the matter of serving the king, his body was created with the nature of a desire to receive delight only from things that benefit itself, but the body cannot understand serving someone else so that the other will enjoy, meaning that he will enjoy from someone else enjoying his work. This is the body cannot understand it. That is, it is unnatural for an employee who works for the owner and the owner, the employer, truly benefits the work of the employee, that the employee will tell the owner, I don't want you to pay me. It is enough for me that you enjoy the things that I fixed for you because you regretted the broken tools that you had. But now, that I fix them, you are enjoying this. And I don't want any payment for my work. This is against nature. On the contrary, if you enjoy my work, you should pay me more than I requested for my work. Accordingly, we can understand how it is possible for a person to have the strength to work for the sake of the Creator without any reward. The first state is when a person wants to observe Torah and Mitzvot, so it will bring him the 
cure, which is the light in the Torah reforms him. That is, through the remedy, he will obtain the second nature called the desire to bestow. And he will be able to serve the king without any reward. And his only reward will be that he is delighting the king. The Zohar calls this time when he observes Torah and Mitzvot in order to obtain the desire to bestow 613.18. The second state is after he has already acquired the desire to bestow. This is the, the state of receiving the delight and pleasure that are in the 613 mitzvot, which the Zohar calls 613 kudin, deposits. This means, as it is written in the Sulam commentary, that the delight and pleasure are there as a deposit. For this reason, man's work when he takes upon himself the burden of the kingdom of heaven, is to make it as charity for the poor. It is now that the Zohar calls Malchut poor and meager. We should interpret this as not wanting to receive any return. This is similar to giving charity to a poor person and not asking him for anything in return. That is, we do not even want the poor person's gratitude. Since real charity is called concealed giving, which means that he does not see to whom he gives. Therefore, giving the charity was without any gratitude from the poor. It follows that the person accepts the burden of the kingdom of heaven above reason. He does not hope for the Creator to thank him for it. Thus, the body asks, why are you taking upon yourself the burden of Torah and Mitzvot? In that state, when he wants to take upon himself to observe Torah and Mitzvot without any reward, the person needs the Creator to give him the strength to overcome the body's question and have the strength to do the holy work gladly. It follows that precisely when one works in order to come to work that is purely holy without any mixture of waste in there, the person becomes needy of the Creator's help. Each time that he wants to reassume the burden of the kingdom of heaven, he must work anew. 
the person must believe the words of the Ari who says each and every day new phases that have fallen into the shells are corrected and one day is not like the next and one moment is not like the following. Therefore, assuming the burden of the kingdom of heaven and you corrects new discernments into Kedusha. For this reason, when a person wants to take upon himself the kingdom of heaven and you, the body asks, what will you get out of working for the sake of the Creator? And there is no other way but to ask the Creator to give him the power of faith above the reason of the body. In the words of our sages, this is called, had the Creator not helped him, he would not overcome it. According to the above, we should interpret what we asked about the relation that the Zohar explains about the verse Keep the way of the Lord. Why it had to be written to do righteousness and justice. He replies, one who keeps the ways of Torah, it is as though he does righteousness and justice. As said above, since man does not have the strength to assume the kingdom of heaven above the reason of the body, but only by the segula, the power of Torah and mitzvot, which is the way of the Creator, the ways of Torah, in which the person is rewarded with giving alms to the poor, since the light in the Torah reforms him. Then he will be rewarded with doing righteousness and justice. This is the meaning of what he says, that by keeping the way of the Lord, he will achieve the degree of doing righteousness and justice. Yet, what are righteousness and justice? That is, what is this unification that the Zohar says is called making the holy name? In other words, what does it mean that by giving alms, he makes the holy name? As said above, righteousness or almsgiving and justice means that the Creator is called Justice and Malchut is called righteousness, which is the quality of judgment, on which there was a judgment. Since Malchut is called a vessel that receives the abundance from the Creator. There were restriction and concealment on the vessels of reception in order to receive meaning there was a judgment that it is forbidden to use the vessel of reception, the vessels of reception as they are, due to disparity of form between the receiver 
called Malchut and the Giver called the Creator. It follows that there is separation above so that the abundance cannot expand to the created beings because of the disparity of form. For this reason, there was a correction the lower ones to give alms to the poor in terms of the work when they take upon themselves the burden of the kingdom of heaven without anything in return but rather as one gives charity to the poor and does not want to receive anything in return for this each one causes at the root of his soul above in Malchut that it will also work only in order to bestow. It follows that they cause the unification of the Creator and His Shekhinah. This means that by a person doing everything in order to bestow alms called justice is extended from the Creator to Malchut. In other words, through the abundance that Malchut, called righteousness, receives, she is now called charity, due to what she receives from the Creator. In other words, by the lower ones giving alms to Malchut, the Creator, too, gives alms to Malchut. At that time, Malchut receives the name charity. This is the meaning of the words, one who gives alms to the poor, it is as though he made the holy name up above complete, as it should be, meaning that he connects her with the Creator who gives her everything. It is certainly as though he made the holy name in completeness. As one does below, so it awakens above. This means that the kingdom of heaven is called poor because she has nothing to give to the created beings. If the created beings come to her with vessels of reception, then she is poor and meager. Since the created beings cause, cause in Malchut the reception that exists in the quality of Malchut. Now this causes separation between Malchut and the Creator, who is the giver. Hence, the name is not complete because in terms of the name, the Creator is called the good who does good. Since they cause that in the Malchut, at the root of their, of their sorry, since they cause the separation in Malchut, at the root of their souls, and there was a restriction of the abundance on the quality of reception. By this, they prevent the abundance from expanding to the lower ones. But if the created beings give alms, meaning do their actions in order to bestow, they cause a desire to bestow 
at the root of their soul. And then they cause equivalence of form above. And the abundance is imparted to the created beings. Then the name, the good who does good, is revealed to the lower ones. This is considered that they make the holy name in completeness. In other words, everybody comes by directing their actions to be in order to bestow. It follows that there are two states to men. One, at the beginning of the work, we must begin in Lolishma. That is, that is, everything one does is in order to receive reward in this world and in the next world. At that time, the Creator is called for Him the King of the Nations, as it is written, Who will not fear you, King of the Nations? In the work, we interpret that when one works for one's own benefit, he is regarded as nations or Gentiles. He still did not achieve the quality of Israel, where his actions are yeshal el, straight to the Creator. That the person is serving a king who is called the king of the nations. Thus, what sort of greatness of the king can there be in a person who is in a state of Gentiles, nations? Although he has fear, as it is written, who will not fear you, king of the nations? You should know that this is very important. That is, the person must know that any contact he has with the Creator is very important. Therefore, when a person works for a reward, we must not slight these works. Although there is certainly a greater degree than the degree of King of the Nations. This means that when a person is rewarded with the quality of Israel, certainly in his current attainment, when he is at the degree of Israel, he has a better understanding of the greatness of the Creator. To the point that he is delighted that he is serving a great king and he has no need to receive anything in return for his work. Concerning faith for the sake of the Creator, we should interpret what our sages said. If your brother becomes poor, and stretches out his hand, the writing says, do not rob a poor, for he is poor. What is, do not rob a poor? Is there a person who robs the poor? Or does one rob of someone who has nothing? However, if you were accustomed 
to sustain him. And you retracted and said, how long will I provide for this one? And you refrain from giving him. If you did so, know that you're robbing him. This is, do not rob the poor, for he is poor. According to the above, we should interpret that charity to the poor refers to Malchut, who is called poor and meager, because she has nothing to give back to men. If a person works for the sake of the Creator and wants nothing in return, but he works only for the sake of the Creator, However, sometimes, in the middle of the work, thoughts come to him that he is always working for the sake of the Creator and wants nothing in return. Certainly, by this, he will be rewarded with a higher degree, meaning that he will feel more flavor in Torah, in work, since he has already done his part. Meaning that he says that he is assuming the kingdom of heaven without any reward. Meaning he is not even receiving a flavor in Torah and mitzvot in return for his work. So, if his intention is already for the sake of the Creator, called adhesion with the Creator, he should have felt vitality in his work. Yet he does not see any progress in the work. Therefore, he wishes to stop this work of bestowal and work like the rest of the people, meaning in order to receive reward. The text says about this, do not rob a poor, for he is poor. The Drash asks, is there a person who robs the poor? What does one rob of someone who has nothing? However, if you are accustomed to sustain him, and you retracted and said, how long will I provide for this one? And you refrain from giving him, know that you are robbing him. It follows that the text warns us that one should not say, I have already worked a lot with the intention to achieve the aim to bestow, and I did not obtain the delight and pleasure one should obtain working with the intention to bestow, called giving alms to the poor. Also, I was promised that I will nonetheless obtain the light called power to be able to do everything in order to bestow. This is the light that is revealed when a person observes Torah Mitzvot in the manner of 613 councils in order to obtain vessels of bestowal called the light for the completion of the vessels so they can work with the vessels in order to bestow. 
But he did not obtain that force either, although the whole time he engaged in Torah and Mitzvot, it was with this intention. Therefore, says the person, I have already given you many exertions, but I have not acquired anything. So I want to stop this work. This is the meaning of saying, how long will I provide for this one? In other words, I have given you much already, but I have received for it, but I have received no spiritual progress in return. Therefore, says the person, how long will I have to work in a manner of arms to the poor. At that point, the person wants to escape the campaign and return to working like the general public. When he was working in the manner of who will not fear you, king of the nations. As said above, when a person works in observing Torah and mitzvot, for the purpose of self-love. There is no place for working for the sake of the Creator. This is regarded as the king whose Torah and mitzvot the person observes is called the king of the nations and not the king of Israel. Since then a person is not regarded as Israel but as a Gentile. The text warns about this. Do not escape the campaign. Do not rob the poor, for he is poor. Should interpret, do not rob the poor. It means that you should not stop the alms that you are giving him. Meaning the acceptance of the kingdom of heaven without any reward. Or although you claim that you have already given him many alms, know that this is incorrect. The meaning of for he is poor is that as long as you think that Malchut, who is poor, should give you something, you are not saying that she is poor. That is, if a person demands of Malchut to reward him, he already blemishes the name of Malchut, who is called poor and meager, since you are demanding something of her. Rather, the person should pray to the Creator to give him the strength to be satisfied and happy from being able to work for Malchut even when she hides herself and does not show him any nearing. And his taste in the work is as if he has now begun anew. Meaning that he cannot say that he feels any flavor of which he can say that for this flavor he is working 
בקבלת מלכות. זאת אומרת, אין לו שום תמיכה ובסיס, זה נקרא בשם זה נקרא שזהו כולו נגד טבע וזהו מה שכתוב אל תגזול דעת שיהיה לו רצון לכן יש לאדם לבקש מהשם רצון לעבודה. שהאדם בא לידי something. אלא שהאדם נשאר עם רצון, 
that it is worth laboring in order to obtain it. He does not see this. At that time, he must ask the Creator to give him some desire for something, meaning that this thing will give him a desire to work. According to the person's understanding, the request will be that the Creator will let him see something that will bring him delight and pleasure. This is, as our sages said, the eye sees and the heart covets. That is, if the Creator lets him see something for which it is worthwhile to work, the coveting in the heart will make him seek ways by which to obtain this thing. It follows that the person prays now is only for the purpose of a desire called a vessel. This means that the first prayer that a person should pray is for a desire and lack that the Creator will give him to ask for a deficiency so that if he obtains the satisfaction of the deficiency, that, is the, that satisfaction or feeling will fill man in completeness. That is, the Creator will notify him what is the wholeness he should achieve so as to know what it is that he truly needs. And in order to know what he truly needs, this is done through the Torah, whereby the segula, the power of the Torah, the light in it reforms him, meaning that the Torah lets him know what he is missing. However, a person should demand this of the Torah, meaning for the Torah to guide him toward attaining the truth. Also, a person should find the connection between him and the Torah. For his desire to know this connection with the Torah is already regarded as a prayer. This means that by this, he already connects himself to the Creator when he learns Torah. Since he is asking the Creator when he engages in Torah to understand the connection between the Torah and the person who is learning the Torah. And once he has prayed for the Creator to give him the deficiency, he must ask the Creator to give him the feeling for the deficiency, meaning to be rewarded with achieving the degree of man's completeness.
So what is the complete deficiency? According to the article, No. To work without any reward, to agree to that. What? Okay, more. In every state, in every degree, to ask the Creator for help, that He will give the help that is necessary for that degree. I need to come here every day and give a new effort to bestow to the Creator. Every moment when I leave this path and I don't make this effort, I'm robbing. And I should take this responsibility every day for the sake of everyone. come here truly with a true intention to give contentment to the Creator. Because Malchut is poor, and I have to constantly give her the good and pleasure that the Creator wants to give us, to give the whole of creation. The lack that the person asks that the Creator will give him that does not come from within himself. Yes. No. Thank you very much. To yearn with all my might to ask to be Adam with devotion. Even if I die, I want to be Adam. Okay. According to the article, he writes that the true deficiency is that a person uh, should want that the Creator will reveal to him what wholeness is, and then he will know what he needs to reach, where he needs to reach. No. Here he also writes that a person should find the connection between him and the Torah to constantly search for this connection between him and the Torah that too is a, a lack Uh, 
Man is the only one who can complete the purpose of creation by providing for Malchut. By this, he helps the Creator and he completes the purpose of creation. The true lack is fear towards the Creator. He writes here that one should reach uh, knowing what he truly lacks. We need all the time to scrutinize what is it that we truly lack. I guess that's our work. Can I ask? For now, people People are asking or speaking. Ken. Can we, we can say with the words he writes here, the fear of the Creator, it's like a, a woman, a deficiency and the fear is that uh, upon this, on top of this, we want to give, let him receive everything, but we want to give him contentment. We want to receive everything, but for him. He says that it is, uh, we must not stop giving arms to the poor. We have to constantly ask and not to give up, even if we don't see a result. The main thing is to continue, not to stop. It's not quite clear what arms to the poor is, but he says that we should not stop that. Yes, more. Yes, he also says that there is the lack of Rabbi Shimon who cries and says, woe unto people who do not know and do not uh, look at the glory of their master. The creator is hidden. But he says here to make the holy name each and every day is um, giving arms to the poor. Like Gilad said, He 
Also, he writes, by this it turns out that the prayer is the most important, that the person should pray to the Creator to give him the power that is necessary for anything related to the work in the Torah and also in the prayer. The person should always have the need to advance, not just to enjoy the gratitude or enjoy the fact that he has a deficiency or that he has some wholeness, but to constantly search for how to advance and to be connected to the Creator so that he will advance him. Okay. The lack for the greatness of the Creator to serve the Creator. No, no. More? Yes, you. Yes, I think that the strongest sentence in the article is when he writes that he will give me a need, that the Creator will give the person the, the need, the lack for the work of bestowal. So that word, the need, is, I think, the strongest word. Latin four. Okay, we want to advance. We have a lack. And we have a question. Many friends in the ten say that the corporeal work takes the majority of their time and it doesn't leave them enough time to work with the ten. How can we overcome these attacks on the body and on the needs of the body that come from outside the ten and how can we use them in a work in the ten? I don't know, but it seems to me that if we succeed with our intention, then we can, we can do all of our work calmly, comfortably. To complain that we have no time, that we must be like slaves all day long, all night long, immersed in spiritual work. That, that's not good. That's incorrect. A person has to combine these two things. No. Again. A lack for a lack, meaning the desire that I will have a lack, first of all. Yes. Correct. Again. 
מוסיפה חברה מהפשטיין, שכר מצווה, מצווה. The reward for a מצווה is a מצווה, in addition to the fact that the desire should also be to bestow, that should be the feeling. כן. רב, למה צריך שהתחתונים יחברו את המלכות? גם ככה מחוברת. כי זה כלי קבלה הגדול ביותר. A person should know, sorry, what is the difference between the wholeness that a person should uh, achieve and the general malchut? The wholeness that a person has to come to means that his entire desire would be only to bestow to the Creator. with the, his eternal embrace and tijan, and that's it. So, about Malchut being poor, he should demand for the Creator that it won't be poor. He should not accept the fact that he's poor. And here in the article, he, he's not supposed to demand from the Creator the feeling of uh, Malchut, that he will be able to impart um, to her. This helps him. When the Creator shows him that Malchot is poor and destitute, it helps a person advance. In a request and in a prayer, he should ask to fill Malchot, not to agree that she's poor. He should ask for the possibility to fill her, right? Yes. And this coincides with the fact that the work is only because he is great and ruling? Yes. Should I uh, find out how these two things coincide? What does it not work out? Because here he says that we should not demand anything but work only because he is great and ruling. But here a person actually has great work. What is great work? To see that Malchut is filled, that there is advancement in the direction of the Creator, that reality is filled with the knowledge of the Lord. What does it mean to settle for the work that he is great and ruling? Is there anything else besides that only to attain that the Creator is the one who's running everything, who's controlling everything? And how does it work with the fact that Malchut is poor? It depends on you know, in which quality is it poor. That's it. 
as a mahot is a wool to receive, then it remains poor and meager, but when it wants to be connected with everyone and to bestow the upper light to everyone and fill all of reality, by that she is not poor and meager, she is a mahot of itself. This is the reality that one should build for himself. Yes. I understand now. Thanks. After all, all in all, you have to connect all the, both Malchoyot, plural, Malchot, Malchot of Ensof, and Malchot of the restriction of this world. You have to connect them together. Okay. So we're going, moving forward. Each one that we bring. 